Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who has got to be excited for this week's main event. It's Captain... a sight for sore eyes to see the BS boys back doing what they do best. That is right. So why don't we go down to the ring and hear what they have got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the JWF to once again behold the glory of the greatest tag team on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I am talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. And if you'll allow me to savor this moment, oh yes, it's the S, Scotty Moore. And you know, over the past few weeks, Blake and I... We have been uh, at each other's throats, you could say. Both of us eagerly attempting to prove something that we've already known. That I am the best damn professional wrestler in this company. That I am the best damn professional wrestler in this company. See what I mean? And eventually, mm. we just had to come to a realization. And that realization is that we are the best damn wrestlers in this or any other company. And I'm sure that Lawrence Whitney is going to come out here and call us a nostalgia act or that we're doing this because we're just old and desperate has-beens. But what he doesn't realize is that standing in this ring right now isn't a nostalgia act. It is the equivalent of this company being forced to press the nuclear launch button against the bullshittery of Demon Inc. and the entire Whitney family. You see, the BS is nothing but mutually assured destruction at this point. And when we looked at the Whitney family, we realized something. There is one small strand holding the grand tapestry of Whitney together. It's the JWF Tag Team Championships. 
It doesn't matter how many times they lose a match. It doesn't matter how many times they get their asses handed to them in the ring, outside the ring. They are a filthy cockroach in the apocalypse. They will always come crawling back for more as long as they have a small bit of power. And it's thanks to those championships that Lawrence Whitney has managed to slime his way onto this show every week and make our lives a living hell. But unfortunately for Demon Inc., they have gone from what I would call a dominant tag team, as we train them to be, to nothing more than Lawrence Whitney's meal tickets. You have gotten soft, boys. And to steal an old cliche, well, Scotty and I, we brought you into this world, and we're more than willing to take you out. Because to be frank, we are tired of this shit. Seems like every single pay-per-view one of us have found ourselves having to deal with the Whitney family and we are done cleaning up the biggest pile of garbage that this poor company has ever let grace its doorstep. So Lawrence Whitney, you say there's not a tag team in the back that Demon Inc. haven't defeated? Well, unfortunately for you, there's one left. There's one last mountain for you to climb before you can truly call yourself the best tag team in this division. And unfortunately, this mountain in this ring is just too big for you to summit because in case you've forgotten, you can't spell the best without B-S. Well, Tibbs, if I was Lawrence Whitney, I would certainly be uh, doing some training camps. I would be sending my boys to the gym. I would be putting in all the work right now because if this is the BS we have seen in the past, it may just be a cakewalk for them to get through Demon Inc. But at the end of the day, Demon Inc. have also gone nearly undefeated for the past two years, basically since they started in this company. That is true, Sills, but this is not just the BS of the past. This is the BS who have had five, almost six years of professional wrestling experience more under their belts. These are two guys who are nigh unstoppable apart, but you put them together and that's going to spell some doom for the Whitney family at Wrestlepalooza. That is also right. And you got to consider this, that Lawrence Whitney's mind has to be divided because while, yes, he is also managing the tag champions, he also has to worry about men like Big Cyrus Crane and Randall Crowley who are participating in this year's J1 tournament. I mean, Lawrence Whitney has so many eggs and so many baskets that you got to think a few of them are going to crack eventually. Exactly, Sills, and I think that... Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, they're going to just go ahead and upturn the basket trying to take those the JWF Tag Team Championships away from the Whitney family. That is right, but hey, talking about big champions and a man who is no stranger to the BS, why don't we talk about our world champion himself, the Dylan, a man who is, uh, I mean, much like Lawrence Whitney probably needs to, been off doing training camps. He has been working. He is not uh, taking his matchup with the Jebedook lightly at Wrestlepalooza, but... You gotta look at the man known as the Jebedook who has been c 
confused with Mark Plays getting involved, telling him he needs to change his style, saying that he doesn't deserve this championship opportunity. And I'll be honest, I didn't think it was possible, but I think Mark may have just slightly gotten into the head of the Jebedee. It, it certainly looks that way, Sills, and I, I mean that literally, as much as I hate to say it. That is right, but for right now, he is backstage with one of our top interviewers, so why don't we hear finally what the Jebeduk has to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man who is set to be facing off against the Dylan in just a few short weeks for the JWF Championship at Palooza. Welcome, Jebeduk. Now, Jeb, you've had quite a few run-ins with Mark Plays lately, who has been trying to change your style, change who you are. I, I know he changed your gear for a matchup a couple of weeks ago, but I'll be honest, it seems like his lessons haven't been really taking hold. Do you have any messages for the gamer's oh, game? Wait, wait a minute, wait, hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait, I haven't gotten to do this bit yet, hold on. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the interview space, Lawrence Whitney. Yeah, yeah, we're doing, we're doing the thing, right? That thing where Jeb's about to speak, and then a much more handsome and charismatic individual takes over and just like steals his thunder, right? It's one of my favorite bits on the show. And you know something, Jeb? It is a bit that I fully expected from you. I mean, after all, you have been letting people walk over you your entire career. From walking over you to get to championships, to get to success, to get to fame, you have become the proverbial doormat of the JWF, and I'll be honest, I just adore you for it. I mean, we all have to wipe our feet somewhere, don't we? But look, I know, I know, you are the number one contender. You're the man fighting for the JWF Championship on the biggest stage of them all. You can't show any weakness anymore, right? You can't give in to the <laughs> demons of your past, which is why I'm unfortunately here to tell you that one of those demons has crawled out of hell itself and would in fact like a word with you. A man that embarrassed you and took your JXT championship away. A man that destroyed your career and left you laying the biggest demon of your past, Randall Crowley. And this Wednesday on Defiance, that little demon is going to face you one more time. And unfortunately, Jeb, as you have been proving this entire year... You are just going to be doomed to repeat history one more time. Well, Tibbs, um, we have not talked much about this Wednesday's defiance, but Lawrence Whitney is correct. The Jebeduk is going to be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Randall Crowley. Now, Jeb has been undefeated in the J1 so far, but Randall is a man that, I, in my opinion, Jeb has never been able to really get the number of. Very true, Sills. I mean, we've seen uh, their, their fights back in JXT. Randall Crowley has always managed to come out on top, but this is a new Jebeduk, a different Jebeduk than we saw in JXT. However, when you think of that, this is also a very different Crowley than in JXT. Yeah. 
That is right, a man who had crawled out of hell itself, a man who jumped at the devil and the devil flinched, is going to be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the number one contender. And you got to think if he can end Jeb's current big streak in the J1 that he is on, that is going to put Randall Crowley deep in the head of the Jebeduck, a place that apparently Mark Plays has already been residing. But, I mean, these are all big JXT names. We're talking about Randall Crowley. We're talking about Mark Plays. And it seems that lately, Tibbs, a couple of our uh, JWF originals, Bananas and Pajamas, AJ Steele, they have not taken kindly to a lot of these JXT standouts coming in. Well, that is true, Sills. I mean, some would say that people like Bananas and Pajamas, AJ Steele, they have kind of gotten put on the back burner. And I'm going to say, Sills, it's not because... It's just bad, Sills. That's the thing. It is not as good as the other people. I mean, at the end of the day, Tibbs, when you are at the Olive Garden, you will eat the salad until your the main meal arrives. And, you know, in the JWF, some men are main meals, some men are unlimited breadsticks, and then... There are men like Bananas in Pajamas who are just the salad that gets tossed to the side. But then they made a decrease and any former JXT talent that wants needs to come out to the ring, apologize to them. They offered up this official summit. And if you look in the ring right now, it looks like only a few JXT or JXT standouts have accepted in the form of Big Fistin. And then, of course, the man known as Buddy who has gotten permission to leave his uh, his Wednesday Bible study for this, I've been told. Oh, well, good for him. I really would have expected a bigger spread than that. Not to say I don't love Big Fiston, but buddy, really? I don't know. Well, why don't we go in and hear what uh, Vlad Tankman has to say against the men known as Bananas in Pajamas. So last week, uh, the Banana Boys and the Racist Steel Man asked for former JXT talent to come out to ring and apologize for something. I don't remember what, because it didn't make sense to, to, to Vlad, so, uh, okay. But, uh, you know what? Anyway, Big Fistin, Buddy, myself, Oltek, and Mike have come out tonight to apologize for something. I mean, we even made a, a traditional apology cake that we hear is something that you do here in the American Southwest. It has strawberries and the, the whipped cream. So, uh, come, banana boys, and eat of the cake in my hand. I, I think... Where are the banana boys? I'm, I'm very confused. Oh, Tibbs, there it is. The music of bananas in pajamas. And I'll be honest, that is a very good-looking cake. I... I would hate to see if Bananas in Pajamas rejected that offer because I, w I wouldn't mind a slice myself. Feels I have a bad feeling about this. That's right, Bananas in Pajamas flanked by AJ Steele. Let's hear what they gotta say. Oh, hello! Hello, Banana Boys! You want I should cut you big slice or little slice, Say, hey. hey, hey, look, you punk! Bananas in Pajamas and myself didn't come out here for a cake party! We came out here because you three pukes find yourself getting all the attention. That's rightly deserved to us. Wait, why is why is attention the thing that is deserved to you? Because we've been here longer. 
We've held more belts, and we've been swimming in success that you boys can only dream of. Wait a minute. Isn't that the Spunk Man? That's also the Spunk Man, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Which is something we still need to talk about, AJ, okay? But yeah, so you, our name is still on the Spunk, and like we do not want part of that deal at all. You gotta take us <laughs> off of that, okay? But it's also the best tag team in the division right here. Bananas in pajamas. Oh, hey, you are the best? Yeah, that's right, we are the best. We are number one, baby. Now, you'll have to excuse me, Vlad does not understand all customs in this wrestling company. Then where are your belts? Best means champions. You have no belts, you are not champions, you are not the best. I mean, are, are they in the locker room? I don't know. Did you leave them at Longhorn Steakhouse or that other place you go to? Oh wait, no, okay, look, no, no, we, oh, oh, so here's the thing, we don't have belts currently, we don't have them like right now, but that is gonna be the next plan of action as soon as we get done running through you three losers. And you know something, we ain't coming alone because we may not have belts, but we got a blast from the past for your ass, and it's Rat Boy Connor, baby! Uh, well, Tibbs, it, it would appear that Bananas in Pajamas and AJ Steele have also aligned with... with Rat Boy Rat Connor. Boy Connor. This is just the... This is the people we like the least in the company, isn't it, Silves? It's pretty astounding. I thought it was the Whitney family that got that offer, but... There he is, Rat Boy Connor, yeah. coming out and... staring down the JXT originals. He's very serious right now, looks like. Ah, good! You have mascot. We have mascot as well. His name is Buddy. Wait, what? I thought I thought you said I was coming out here to fight. No, that was lie, Buddy. I'm sorry. You, you are simply one body to help increase numbers and use as a well, human sheet. Well, yeah. His body won't be warm for long <laughs> when Connor gets through with you, baby. Oh my god, Tibbs, looks like Rat Boy Connor, Bananas in Pajamas, AJ Steele, they are rushing the ring and they, they are just taking it to the JXT boys. They, what the hell? I don't know, Silph, but I guess I could have seen this coming. Oh, not the cake. Oh god, look at this. AJ Steele just grabbing Buddy, picking him up. Oh my god, pile driving him straight into that cake. Meanwhile, Bananas in Pajamas, oh, dropping Tech and Mike with the banana split. And oh, Tibbs, look at this, the returning rat bastard himself, Connor, picking up Vlad Tankman and oh, just dropping him with that big backbreaker, the numbers game, certainly providing an advantage for Bananas and Pajamas and, and their two cronies. Yes, yeah, Sills, it looks like things are not doing well for the, the JXT faithful here. And I do hate to say that the people causing this are just absolutely some of the worst. And that is right. Uh, they want to be called the JWF Originals, but in my opinion, I, I don't think the JWF claims them at all at this point. No, not me. Not me. That is right, Tibbs. But hey, if you want to talk about good news, because 
to get away from the uh, action that just happened in the ring. Why don't we talk about last week where that man AJ Steele was hastily defeated by the captain's champion himself, the man known as Crush Atlas, who can now firmly put AJ Steele in the rear view mirror and watch him unfortunately pile drive men into cakes, I guess. Yeah, that is good for Crush Atlas. I'll just say that good on him. He does not deserve to be put up against somebody like AJ Steele, even though AJ was the first defiant champion. I'm just going to say I think the Crush Atlas can move on to bigger and better things. That is right. And he is backstage right now with one of our top interviewers. So why don't we hear what Atlas has to say? Hello, everybody. Honeypot McCrispy Boy here backstage with your JWF Captain's Champion, Crush Atlas. Now, Crush... While you have been doing a phenomenal job of fighting for your captain's championship, that same success cannot unfortunately be attributed to your time in this year's J1 tournament with your loss to Mark Plays last week, mathematically eliminating you from the competition. So what does the future look like for Crush Atlas? The future of Crush Atlas looks very bright, Honeypot. Do not mistake me on that. You see, my time in the J1 was exciting. It gave me the opportunity to revisit old rivalries, face new friends, and finally settle some scores. But the J1 was never my main focus, and I believe it showed. You see, my attention would be diverted with the captain's championship or with some lowlife trying to get under my skin, and I could never fully focus. In this mathematical elimination from the J1, you consider it a disappointing event, but for me, it was exactly what I needed. Because the J1 tournament is an armada of men fighting the claim victory just for an opportunity to fight for what Atlas already has, and that's gold. Now with the tournament far behind me, Atlas can focus on my championship and focus on defending it with everything I've got. Because this title was handed to me with a message a message from its former owner, from one of my trainers. He told me that this belt was made for men like Crush Atlas. It was made for the workhorse. It was made for the men who intend to fight with everything he has every single week. And that is a legacy I intend to live up to. So now it's just a matter of who wants to step up and who wants to get to the chopper. Hey, no! I'm really sorry. Hold on. No, no, just get back here, please. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that we are being joined by Lawrence Whitney and the Nightmare Gazi. What do I owe Wait, pleasure? No, 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 you don't know. You're not joined by anybody. Mr. Atlas, I'm sorry. It really am. I saw what happened when someone interrupted you last time. I, I don't know what's gotten into him. We'll just get out of your hair. Oh, no. I'm not out here to attack you. I'm not out here to jump you with a chair. I'm not out here to do anything. Except tell you this. I've waited three long years for that title to be over my shoulder. I'm done waiting. I'm going to get what I want. And I'm going to get it at Wrestlepalooza. Well, Tibbs... <laughs> 
Looks like Gazi has made one thing clear to the captain's champion, Crush Atlas, and it looks like that he wants him at Wrestlepalooza. Let me tell you something. We have seen Gazi uh, nearly a hair away from winning that captain's championship in the past. Who knows what he's willing to do to Atlas to get it at Wrestlepalooza. Uh, that's something. That's something I was not expecting, Sills, with everything going on with the Whitney family right now, it looks like. It looks like Lawrence may be losing control over the nightmare. That is right. And speaking of losing control, a couple of weeks ago, the JWF lost its control. But unfortunately, you were assaulted backstage. Tips taken out of action. And for two weeks, this cap this ship was driven without a captain. And I absolutely, I, I couldn't stand it. But then... Last week, we found out the identity of the man who attacked you was none other than the Hammer Man. And then, of course, on a JWF Defiance last week, his match with Chuck Tibbs didn't even get to start. Chuck attempted to attack him with that same steel pipe he struck you with. And then the Hammer Man, that d devious, I guess, individual, fought for himself and d beat down Chuck on the stage. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either, Sills. I mean, that's... I, I can understand Chuck being livid uh, since had my attacker, but it was weird. Look. But you know something, Tibbs? Chuck Tibbs, he still, despite the not being able to win the fight, I mean, the hammer man's unhinged. You can't blame him for that. Mm -hmm. I think he still deserves some sort of reward, some sort of appreciation. What do you think? Well, Sills, I, I have to agree with you, which is actually why we've asked Chuck down to the ring right here, right now. Uh, for Momoa's, uh, Momoa's climactic speech, and I think that uh, everybody here is going to be very happy with the outcome. That is right. So why don't we go down to the ring and hear what the god of the JWF has to say to Chuck Tibbs. Chuck, I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for finding the man that ruined my final match, and I want you to know that justice will be brought to that man. You see, Captain Tibbs and I earlier decided that the best course of action moving forward, whether it be a popular opinion or not, is to ban the Hammer Man from any further JWF events. He will be forced to learn that his actions have consequences, whether negative or positive they be, and Chuck, there are going to be consequences for your actions as well because of your efforts in the previous weeks and your ambition in attempting to find your father's attacker, well, we, your father and I, thought it only fair that a Tibbs take the place of a Tibbs. Which is why, Chuck, I'd like to offer you my final match at Wrestlepalooza. What? Really? Uh, no, no, Momoa, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't take such a momentous month. Tibbs, I, I know y'all just banned him from the arena, but that is the music of the Hammer Man, and he is walking out on the stage, and Tibbs, it almost seems like the Hammer Man's got something to say. He is a man, usually a few words, but I think he's got something important to show us. He's got a mic, Sills. I, I don't know. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, that guy there. Gotta get him out of here. 
He's banned. Don't you, did you hear me, security? Get him out. He's banned. Wait. Wait. Let the hammerman speak. Momoa. Tibbs. Before you finalize that contract on that Wrestlepalooza match, I've got something to show you. Well, Tibbs, uh, it's like the Hammer Man just showing the video of the night he attacked you backstage. Uh, what the hell's the mind games of this guy going through? That's the security camera footage. I thought they said it was lost. Uh, well, wait a minute. It's Tibbs, wait a minute. That's not one man. There are two men there, and they're absolutely beating the hell out of you with that lead pipe. That one, uh, that man is massive. Absolutely. That's, uh, I don't, I don't remember any of this. Oh, wait a minute, Tibbs, that's... No, no, that's... It can't be. Oh my god, Chuck Tibbs! Chuck Tibbs just kicked Mamola Curry in the gut and dropped him with with the DD Tibbs. This has been a scam from the beginning. Tibbs, your son, assaulted you backstage and has been framing the hammer man. What the hell? Piece of shit, son of a bitch. God damn it, how couldn't I have seen this? Oh, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes the Hammer Man attempting to save Mamala Curry from this beatdown at the hands of Chuck Tibbs. But, oh, now they're in a brawl in the center of the ring. But, oh, God, there he is. That second man. That second man in that mask beating the living hell out of the Hammer Man with that steel no. pipe before. No, it's. No, Tibbs, it, it can't. It can't be. It is Gaslighter straight down onto his skull. Gaslighter Tibbs. Tibbs, that. I, he may have a mask on, but I know exactly who that man is. It's impossible. It couldn't be anybody else, Sills. That's Robert Hill. Your son has just made a deal with the devil, or maybe Robert Hill has made a deal with the devil because those two men have aligned themselves and they have just left the Hammer Man and Momoa Curry laying in the center of the ring. This is preposterous. Sills just can't. No! No! Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, it, it would appear that Chuck Tibbs now wants that match with Momoa Curry at, at Wrestlepalooza, and seems like he was willing to do anything to get it, and I, I can't believe this, Tibbs. If it wasn't for the Hammerman, I knew it couldn't have been the Hammerman, Sills. The Hammerman is pure. The Hammer Man, I'm never just gonna put him through that. Damn you, Chuck. Well, I can assume at home, ladies and gentlemen, that the ban on the Hammer Man has in fact been lifted. And now let's move on to this week's episode of JWF Defiance, which is gonna be absolutely can't miss. We are gonna see Papa Bliss taking on Chuck Gibbons. And you know Gibbons has been wanting some revenge ever since Bliss attacked him a couple of weeks ago. Very true, Sills. This is so much left. Only three episodes until Wrestlepalooza. That is right. In addition, we are going to see two men team up that we have not seen team in a very long time because the BS are back. And they specifically said in their first matchup, they want the hottest new team on the block, Big Fistin, in the ring. And I cannot wait to see what happens when the BS return against two of their newest favorites. It's going to be it's going to be an amazing, amazing thing to see. So I'm sorry, I'm 
I'm preoccupied right now. I'm just... I'm going to have a lot to do next week, Sills, but I'll leave it till that. That is right. We're going to see the Jebeduck versus Randall Crowley. Mark plays Crush Atlas, the women's champion, Phoenix Driver in action, all on Defiance. And then, of course, we've got to move on to next week's episode of Ignition, where the champ will return. The Dylan will be back to have some messages for the Jebeduck. And then also... I've been told a very special message from the man known as Shitty Terry. What? I don't know. I assumed it was approved by you, but Shitty Terry is apparently going to be back to speak next week. But until then, remember to support us on Patreon.com slash BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And to pay for my family counseling, there's going to be a lot. That is right, but until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs, I've been Silver Spoon, and this is JWF Ignition, and we will see you next time.